0: We're about to preview Ramwick. Uh, Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray and Andrew Hurley is your panel this morning. And I'll say good morning to you again, Duff. Um, Looking forward to getting your thoughts on this Big Ten race program. And as we keep saying, um, these nice horses are back at the races.
1: Yeah, all of a sudden we've got beautiful fields, I must say. I didn't have to make one change to the tips uh, from this morning. I'm happy. back. That gets you back. (laughs) Yes, and um, I'm worried about the meeting as far as I'm too confident about it. (laughs) <laughs> Isn't
0: that funny? As punters, we just see the boogeyman. <laughs> oh, this the is too easy. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, what what races are you most keen on? Is it? I, I know you like Moravia, but is it right across the card, or are there a couple that really yeah, do stand just,
1: out? Yeah, look. Well, I think we'll talk about it as we unfold. Yeah. But there's a few races there. There was huge holes in the market, but there's not any more. So I'm disappointed that I didn't act swiftly and trust my opinion early. Mm. Um, because somebody, you know, especially one that other Melbourne horse, I'm quite hot on him. See a seven, and when another will come out, I thought, yeah, eight or nine dollars, eight dollars or something. And then he was three ninety before I could yesterday, and I thought, oh, I've missed the boat. Um, I thought he'd run well, no, but anyway. Ron- there's a couple There's a couple others there. Yeah, for sure. Ron Duffercy's
0: got clarity, Brad Gray, and I think when you're a punter, um, that is the best thing you can have. Good morning to you, mate. Yeah, good morning, guys. Good morning, all the listeners. Not a bad problem to have, though. It's at 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning. I'm
2: feeling too confident about the meeting. <laughs> I know, it's the best. There are There's bigger issues than that going around. But um, <laughs> uh, the... First thing to note for me today is I've had two early bets in the midway and the highway, so I guess that tells the tale, doesn't it? So, yeah, yeah. up and about for this meeting as well. Yeah, there's the other
1: one I missed. Uh, the, the highway, I thought um, 8.50 there, I missed a, uh, small deductions, but anyway, good luck to you if you win. You're complaining a lot this morning, aren't you? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm,
1: I'm a born whinger. <laughs>
0: Speaking of which, Andrew
3: Hurley, Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just about choked on my coffee. That's <laughs> a very nice way to start the day, morning all. Um, tell you what, this is a really good program today. I you know, uh, what did you use the word last week? I think, uh, Luke, uh, uh, the grouse horses are starting to come back. That Eskimo Prince is an absolute cracking race. Uh, um, yeah, the whole card's very good. A couple of good brecky bets coming through here. 1,000 each way on uh, Therabon in the first. Also already had a $2,000 bet at $3 on fully lit in the English Millennium, so punters up and about.
0: Everyone's up and about, mate. I love this. Uh, we are a soft five. We're railed through. Brad, uh, expect the track to race well today? Yeah, I do. Pretty fair.
2: Uh, maybe inching towards off that first couple of inside lanes, uh, potentially, but we'll see how that does play. It probably depends how how wet this track is, so the first couple of races we'll get a guide whether we're leaning towards more of a good track or there is some genuine juice in it.
1: you
3: that. got any rain out there, Doug?
1: Um, just not, it's just so overcast and just spitting, but, um, yeah. nothing in it.
3: Okay. Yeah, it's exactly
0: like that here too, yeah. uh, sort of right between that five and six, guys, so, um, we'll wait and see how it unfolds, but we start with race one, it's the midway, over 1600 metres, benchmark 72, Andrew Hurley with the market.
3: Yeah, Mahagoni comes out, six by seven, seven by eight, Olympic theatre and wealthy investor three by two. Mon Felicity is a $9 chance out to make 50 7 for Irish Kisses. Bet as much as $15 on Wednesday. Uh, uh, Invincible Legend was another one we went up at a price. $11. It's now $6. Decadent tales $15. dollars 80 for Our Mary Ann. Uh, Suribon, 4 into three ninety. As I said, we took 1000 each way just a few moments ago. $17 Paris. we got Sadness at $9.13. Leandro and Rapid Outlaw. 21. Yep. Favourite, uh, today, obviously, has been well backed. Overall, invincible legend, the uh, one we're holding the most amount of money on.
2: Yeah, we should get the right run. Just in behind the speed here, Invincible Legend. You've got Sirabon going forward. She likes to to roll along and do her thing. I imagine that's why uh, she's been confidently back. You know where she'll be out in front, and she's a very fit horse. Satness comes across to keep Sirabon company, and Decadent Tail. Uh, now she's had a few runs under her belt. Uh, she's versatile. I wouldn't expect her to be too far away given the makeup of this field today, though. Duff. Uh,
1: yeah, agree. Um, look, I think this is a lovely race for Invincible Legend to find some form in. He's had his couple of runs back. He gets to his more preferred distance now. He's got a beautiful draw. He gets the claim. Tick tick tick, um, and he's a nice enough horse. I, I, I think he he gets his chance to um, get his confidence back up, and he's worth a speck even, even though he's you know he's twelve dollars in. But um, yep, I'm still happy with him. Uh, I thought he was the value runner of the day, although you know six dollars value. I'm not sure. Um, Mon Felicity is very genuine I know she's back in distance but she's back in grade and she's nicely placed to run well with any sort of run in transit here from a, a sticky draw Irish Kisses could run really well here uh, she was two months between runs at Warwick Farm last time she likes the mile another one well drawn Karen's got he's wind in his sails at the moment and she should run well and our Marianne is a hard one uh, could she just be the well bred improver, um, ready to take a next step? Gets an opportunity to show that today with another booming finish. Bit of a race as far as uh, a lot of these midways can be, you know, um, yeah, ifs and buts, but I, I just feel that this will be a good betting race here. 5, 2, 3, and 7.
2: Yeah, I'm also with Invincible Legend here, five, eight, seven, and twelve. He just sets up well, doesn't he? Uh, in this company, third up, mile, two hidden runs. I think he's going a lot better than the form guide does suggest. He was simply in two races that he couldn't win. First up, twelve hundred metres, and then last time out in a race with a leader, got complete control. I'm all victorious, and I thought he whacked okay. Uh, there at the finish, whacked away. Okay, at the finish. So yeah, a nice setup here, and it was third up last campaign that he found winning form. So a little sense of timing. I one hundred percent agree. Sirabon, she'll do her thing. Prove hard to chase down in a in a field that's so evenly matched. It's going to be an advantage to be making your own luck on top of the speed. Our Marianne, is there a little knock staying sixteen hundred metres second up off a huge win there at the midweeks first start where she came from? A long way back, she paraded uh, really well. She's clearly returned uh, in fantastic order. She's more of a staying prospect. So that was my query in terms of whether she just flattened off a touch. Second up, if the speed is still in her legs, look out late. And Leandra, uh, she just went off the, off the boil there for a couple of starts. But I think last time out, there were signs that she was starting to turn around again. So 54 kilos, Jason Collett, a bit of juicy out of the ground. Sets up quite nicely for her if she happened to run up to her best. 5'8", twelve.
0: Darren Flindell in race number one at Ramwick. Five invincible legend on top to beat eight three seven five eight three seven for Darren. Race number two is the Dali Lonro Plate, listed for two year olds, 1,000 metres. Andrew Hurley with the market.
3: Turbinado and winning proposal both come out, but zero deductions. Lizeth with a node up the top. It's a $2.30 chance and be very, very solid all week. Went up $2.80. 6 in from $8 Embassy. $19. King under Siege, the 318. Both those two runners have drifted significantly. Uh, Bronco Revolution, again, it's friendless, $41. 34, Capital Dancer, $12, Castagna. Celerity is a 440 chance, and probably the second best-backed runner. Probel Star, $10. 23, La Roja, and Mrs. Marie at $41. So, uh, no, it's been very well backed. Uh, geez, these Waterhouse and horses. it's becoming a little bit... Uh, ad nauseam, isn't it? They're just absolutely flying all their two-year-olds.
2: Yeah, it's been a wild ride with those fluctuations for a ode. He got into odds on, I'm sure, at some point, didn't he? 2 year 30 now.
1: 185 I was staring at for a day and a half. Yeah, there you go, uh, 185. Yeah,
2: so, interestingly, where he does uh, level out at that last five minutes of betting. So, speed-wise, he's obviously got toe. We saw that on debut. We've seen it in his trials, but he's got a little task here crossing uh, because he got the likes of Miss Marie punching up. I wouldn't expect Embassy to be too far away. Capital Dancer, uh, Froebel Star, and even the 300, the stalemate. Maybe he's not quite as explosive early, but yeah, there's a little bit of work to be done in the first couple of hundred metres for a node here, Duff. Hey, Duff. <laughs> yep. Did you get
0: bored when you were just staring at that dollar eighty-five for a day and a half?
2: Long no,
1: time. I I wanted him to stay there because I thought there was value <laughs> outside that dollar eighty-five. I thought he was the wrong price. Just thought it was a long time to just be sitting there staring at a price. Yeah, yeah. A lot well, of time I, was, I, <laughs> I was also staring at eleven dollars embassy all week, thinking <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a spec here, and then all of a sudden it's six fifty. I'm liking, um, like to get a push, stable push for him, but I read one comment. Might have been on racing New South Wales. That Tommy said he's been work in progress. He's not the full article yet, so that's just put a little bit of the brakes on me. But I like him. I think he's been well educated with three trials to this prep, looking good. Uh, got a squeeze the other day and reacted, and I think he's more than capable of measuring right up here. So I was tipping him on a price angle alone. Terrified of celerity here. Um, obviously, she mentally wasn't there last week. Uh, but they're happy to back her up. Um, that was a hot field, and she held her mark, place in that market in that race. So she she was very well fancied. And has to be taken very, very seriously here. A node, only a price angle. I think he's getting out to probably, I think, where they assessed him early is where he should be uh, with that draw and speed underneath him. Um, true, trials are good. Without being wow wow. Well, we know J Mac tax today, but it's it's all about the Waterhouse bot tax, and understandably so. And the 300, no market support is uh, a negative, but he did start favourite and pulled up lame in that Shangri La Express race after those pre season trials looking good. So um, he, he could do something, but the market says the stable mate's too good for him. 281 and 4.
2: Yeah that market's correcting itself now isn't it? I'm also with Embassy thinking that originally uh 10 11 against the the $1.92 uh, was a bet but yeah that is a, a bit of a correction now and it's probably more so that the right price. So 213 and 7 Embassy want to take a punt on him. Uh, he's well bred, he's obviously well educated, Peter and Paul Snowden, Tommy Berry rides and a couple of nice trials. I know you look at that latest hawkesbury heat and you think well it could be a bit deceptive uh he did trial at hawkesbury and there was only a handful of rivals but over the time backed up what you were seeing to the eye it was clearly the quickest of the 5000 meter heats that morning so that bodes well for him running well on debut A uh he's short but i guess he deserves to be i think you'll know your fate in the first couple of hundred meters but if he gets across uh will clearly take some catching. Kingdom Under Siege, the stablemate to Embassy. I didn't mind the way that, that he went about his work and his trials either. I think he comes through a pretty hot heat there with Get-A-Fix uh, and Linebacker. Split those two the last time we saw him. And Castagna. Now, if we're talking about Switzerland as being a genuine golden slipper chance and the market says as much, he's on the second line of betting. Uh, you've got to pay this horse plenty of respect because did a fantastic job there coming from well back. Similar task here, staying 1,000 metres, but if the leaders are just tiptoeing late, it might be one of those strongest late. two, one, three,
0: and 7. Let's see what Darren's come up with race number 2. He's 2, Embassy on top. Number 2 to beat 8, 1 and 9. Race 3 at Randwick today looks this way. It is the English Classic Yearling Sale, 11 to 13 February. It's over a mile. It's a benchmark seventy-eight. Andrew Hurley has the market.
3: Yeah, significant deduction here with another wheel coming out twenty-six by sixteen and Malabar four by five. Tier seven up from Mooney Valley, where at one last start it's a four-sixty chance. Sixteen dollars super chilled. Three ninety. Hell hath no fury. Infinitive five fifty twenty three, and Marty Nana's Wish is our favourite two dollars fifty and seventeen Canadian Ruler. Nana's Wish most popular, but Infinitive has been very solid all week.
2: Yeah, not an easy race, uh, and it starts with the map here. I don't really know who leads. Uh, hell hath no fury. You wouldn't think she's a natural front runner, uh, but I don't think she'll be too far away given the makeup of this field. Canadian Ruler potentially holds a spot. 53 kilos on its back, maybe, but it's a bit of a head scratcher as far as nailing down a mappier doll.
1: Yeah, I thought they'd be positive on with no weight with Nana's wish um, uh, here as well, um, up to the mile. So yeah, it's it's up in the air, which is a concern. Um, with my tip here, CS7 um, being a back marker, but I think he's got something. This horse, so you don't see many horses, he come from well back. Um, last at Mooney Valley, swooping around them and winning, and I thought he impressed doing so there. Um, pretty astute stable, relatively lightly raced, and I think he could easily go on with a job here. Um, have him on top of Infinitive, who appear to run short there first up, as uh, that Crystal horses can usually lift off a run and a, a touch better at the weight she is today, and the mile suits her better, uh, considering. Uh, that she's won at 1,900, but still there's the pace angle that might be against her as well. Uh, Hell hath no fury, winning form, hard to hard to knock, shooting for three straight with a, a real race fitness edge at the top of her game. And I, I wouldn't think the extra distance imposed too many problems. And Nana's Wish, well, there's a big firm for her. That's significant this morning, dropping seven kilos. And I think... I think mainly that move is just with those seven, that seven mils of rain overnight. That plays right into her hands because she, she loves the sting out of the ground. And uh, that's where her best form is. One, six, four, and eight.
2: Yeah, what a race this is. This is really tricky. I've gone outside the market um, with two of the, the outsiders in the field. So I've gone two, nine, four, and one, two super chilled. Uh, now, I know she was being three and a half lengths first up, but again, she was coming through that. A more victorious race where he got control and he sprinted clear. So Astadia Mastala has come out and already franked that form line. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more speed on paper for her, uh, but I guess the makeup of this field, even if she's out the back, she won't be too far away. So. Uh, she's always been talented, this mare. She's just a little bit inconsistent. So if she runs up to her best, I think it's good enough uh, to win a race like this, and you're getting $16 to find out. Canadian ruler, he has to run a strong mile. That remains a little query, particularly after what we saw from him last time, how he loomed to, to win the race and just peaked on his run. But given the setup here, is it one of those typical Bjorn setups? Up in grade, down in weight, on speed favours, very fit horse. Again, you're getting $17 to find out. For hell hath no fury. No knock there, uh, she's a mare that's now winning, has become a habit. Uh, that was the knock on her earlier in her career. She was stuck on that one career one at, at Pakenham, I think it was, but now she's chasing three on the bounce. She does come through midweek races, but she finds a, a pretty nice race here to make that pre- progression back into Saturday company. And Sears 7, hard horse to line on, but all that market support does suggest that he's here to run well. Two nine four and one
0: I like it, uh, Brad Gray uh, getting a bit wide there with super chilled on top at odds. Flindell's got a special here, number six, Infinitive, to beat one 4 Darren Flindell. Race four at Randwick, 1,200 metres, Class 3 highway. Pearls, how does the betting shape up here?
3: You know, we don't get $2.70 favourites very often in a highway, but that is the case with Belvedere boys. Got a few scratchings here, deductions. Bow, actually, have a look at this. We have got one deduction. Bao, Divine Sinner, Powder Man, Tai Lung, Super Sprocket, Invasive Dreams, a Limba all come out, or I beg your pardon, one cent a place for Invasive Dreams, and that is it. So uh, we are got a through market here. We've got uh, Overlord at the top, $81, 23 Wiggles. Now, Belvedere Boys went up $5 on Wednesday. It's now into two seventy, dollars It was three twenty this morning, so they've absolutely crunched it already. Outback Ringer is a $16 chance, 41 Melody again. $10, uh, sorry, I'll go back up. Scopix is a $41 chance. Melody again, opened up at 5 on Wednesday. It's now out the 10. 31 Mr. Wallace. Nippotino, 81. Rapidash, six fifty into five dollars $12 Sharp Shock, 126 Battle Abbey. British Statesman 61 19 shine your light. Atmospheric Rock, $6 into five fifty this morning. $51 Super Norwest, Airliner 41 and Miss Stalwart $151. So big field here, but uh, Belvedere boys, this has been very well tried.
2: Yes, Super Norwest looks your leader uh, from a low draw here. <clears throat> no weight on its back, and it was an all-the-way winner there last time out at Goulburn, so I can't imagine they'd change too much here. Outback Ringer comes across from the gate. Battle Abbey holds a position. And then you've got the likes of British Statement and Shine Your Light, also keeping those on top of the speed company here, Duff. Uh,
1: Yeah, look, I think any luck at all, this is Atmospheric Rock's race. Um, I know that's a big exclamation mark, any luck at all from that um, sticky draw, and he's hardly got the, uh, the gate speed to clear them. But all I need is a back to follow here. Um, jar out helps, may help the back markers Tailwind down the straight today may help the back markers So uh, I'd be happy if I had 8.50 with no deductions um, I thought he did more than enough first up looking above himself Or well, a hard horse to read when you say looking above himself He's a big strong horse So any luck at all I think he can win uh, The great uncertainty is how much upside Belvedere Boys has But um, he's like I say he's well bred they got the profile of the Matt Dunn runner with upside placed in these races when they're ready to win them, so bears a lot of respect. Short enough, uh, Rapidash looks a really nice mare. She looked good winning three straight, two last prep, one this prep, and then at the start of last prep as well, and then she went straight to that highway and was $3.70 coming out of a 64 at Newcastle. I thought she did more than enough, so... Obviously Lyle's got a good opinion of her and she's around the mark here. And don't be surprised if Shark Sharp Shock reacts with a fresh and back in distance here. I think some of his better runs have been over even though he gives the impression he wants further. I'm not so sure he does. Twenty, three, ten
2: and twelve. Yeah, I'm with him as well here. Atmospheric rocks, so give him strength. Twenty four, ten and three. You'd think it's gonna be a matter of time before he knocks off one of these highways. Maybe that's famous last words. But he's contested seven of them for three minor placings and a further three fourths. So he's been thereabouts all throughout his career. He's his own worst enemy as far as where he gets to in the run. But I think there's enough speed on paper for him to balance up if he's three wide uh, with a bit of cover i think that's a nice scenario for him i like the fact that jason collett sticks and his last start effort there went fourth was a lot better than it reads on paper uh, it was a race that wasn't really run to suit the back markers you're looking at his splits home and the second quickest last 600 meter split of the entire meeting only bettered by switzerland who was over the thousand meters so so much merit to the eye and even more merit on the clock Four outback ringer i liked his first up effort that was at rose hill four weeks ago he was sent around a seven dollar chance there was some specking for there uh, for him on on that occasion, just raced a little bit tight in the straight... ...but I thought he picked himself up and ran right through the line again... ...so fit a second up and I do like the prospect of him getting out to 1,200 metres... ...for the first time, I don't think that'll hold any fears... ...Rapidash, the market might be our best guide there... Uh, ...for this Lyle Chandler Train galloper, really talented mare... ...it's just nine weeks between runs, no official trial and she's on a country championships path. So the market will tell us whether she needs the run here, Uh, but if she's firm enough, she runs well on class alone. And Belvedere boys, I thought he was short enough in a a pretty competitive race, but I do respect that market support, uh, 24, 10, and 3.
0: Let's see what Darren's come up with in this uh, good highway this week. Three Belvedere boys is his selection. Three on top to beat 6, 10, 20. Three, 6, 10, 20 for Darren Flindell. As we go to race number five next at Royal Rambwick, you're with Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray and Andrew Hurley. And uh, this is the Westmead Institute for Medical Research Handicap, over 1,300 metres, our fifth on the card, benchmarked at 78.
3: Our favourite here is at $1.90, now gently rolled. We've got no scratchings here. French bonnet. Well, Bonnet is an eighteen-dollar chance. How good are you? Is a here we go, here we go. We have got two scratchings. We're at race five, aren't we? My we are. Just playing playing uh, silly buggers on me here. All right, let's go again. Rupitar, seven by eight, Electrica, five by six, and Royal Invader seven by eight. French Bonnet is an eighteen-dollar chance. Three fifty to three seventy. How good are you? Dakota Brooms three ninety to four twenty. Eight to nine Afterlight. Yeah, got stuck in. Gently rolled this morning. Up two thirty, let's say about forty minutes ago. It's now into a dollar ninety already, and Celestial Spirit sixteen to eighteen. So three scratchings, uh, yeah, deduction significant, but into a dollar ninety now. Gently roll for Bryce Hayes.
2: Jeez. And a lot of speed here on paper, particularly after that early change of tactics that was sent through yesterday on Celestial Spirit. Uh, if you missed it, it was sent through what twenty-one hours ago now. So to be ridden conservatively celestial spirit so how good are you goes forward maybe Afterlight is the other one Uh, we have seen her pretty dynamic from that front ring position in the past and maybe this is the right setup for them to push the button again here duff uh
1: yeah um wow dollar 90 um yeah i'm going with canterbury night form which i'm a little wary of um, with the decoder of room here, I just like the turn of speed that she 's shown getting over the top of them. She looks better than midweek class so this is a race i 'm not confident about um, gently gently rolled I thought got more than a pass mark. I thought it was a big ask to run on that midway first up, and I thought she did a really good job, so she she might have upside, but one ninety is a, a little bit under the odds for me. The huge query in this race is, how good are you? The market says no, uh, because on form, um, you know, that form around Marquis and um, winning that race at Rose Hill, being called die that day by a Space, um, very inconclusive trials. Um, So if she runs to a trial form, I understand she's in trouble. Uh, If she runs to a race form, she'll probably win. But... Uh, the writing's on the wall with the market so far with her And French Bonnet will run well um, I think she's looked pretty sharp winning two trials leading into this And I know she's not uh, noted first up But uh, this is a race she could easily run well in Even with the big weight Four seven two one, not confident at all
2: yeah, I'm with How Good Are You here. So, originally, or well, last preparation, we had to pick a team, didn't we, between Marques yeah, yeah. and How Good Are You? That's this it. time, mate, we just get backed mm. them both. That's okay with me. Uh, so, interesting enough with with her, How Good Are You, remember before she was, before she beat Call Dye, she had a, a little trial in between uh, a couple of runs, just a tick over, and she trialed horrendously, and we are all left scratching our head. At the end, it didn't matter. So maybe that's just her. Uh, there was still support on the day, and she gave called a touch-up. So I don't want to read too much into her barrier trials. I would be more confident if this was 1,400 metres as opposed to 1,300 metres, but she won so impressively over 1,500 metres last campaign, and, and first up, albeit in easier grade, over 1,300 metres. I still think she's sharp enough to get away with it. So... The sealer for me is the map uh, and with on-speed favours here, barrier one, punches up, holds the front. I still think she's the horse to beat but I will be guided, as Duff said, by that last 5-10 minutes of betting with any confidence or, or the other way. Gently rolled, very short now but was great there in midway company first up, ran fast time home. You'd think that sets up a nice preparation uh, for her going forward, a good platform and the creep out to 1300 metres looks to suit second up. 5 after light, uh, she's been racing well and as we touched on when we are going through the speed, map. they do push the button today. I think that improves her chances exponentially. And Dakota room, she's starting to put it all together now, chasing three straight wins. Uh, the depth of those canopy races is the obvious query, but she does set up quite nicely to measure up in town now uh, on a Saturday. So two, seven, five, and four.
1: I think the one I have missed here, and, and only on a map perspective, is uh, is that Afterlight. light. Um, just the 1300 worried me a little early on, but. Uh, she looks uh, a lot better with this small field than I first thought.
0: Yeah, it's a funny little race, isn't it, guys? Mm. Um, what's Darren done? Let's see uh, with his numbers here. Race five on the card. Brad Keen on how good are you? Darren's a gently rolled man. Seven on top to beat one, two, four, seven, one, two, four. Race five for Darren Flindell. Race six at Randwick is uh, this much-talked-about Eskimo Prince Stakes for Silverdale Farm, 1,200 metres. Uh, looking at the recent winners of the race, it was aft cabin last year. Godolphin have won the last two. Paul Laley a couple of years ago. Peltzer, Jem Song, Kementari, Man from Uncle, Spilled the Beans, Scissor Kick, etc. winners of this race. How does the betting shape up, Hells?
3: Uh, it's a good race. Remember Quick Flick, uh, Duff?
1: Do I ever, Timmy Donnelly.
3: It's Mark a beauty, isn't De Mark mm. DeMontford and Timmy Donnelly. Absolutely is a good horse at uh, as Luke said. It's uh, a strong honor roll and I'll tell you what, this is a hot race. Uh, we have lost a couple here. Flying Trapeze comes out three by three and Scully two cents the win. Uh, Griff up the top is a five dollar chance. Tom Kitten six dollars, NCAP seven fifty to seven, dollars four sixty to four eighty, makes a joint favorite with Moravia four eighty $7 into $6, Celestial Legend, and Macarena, 7 to $7.50. Uh, whilst it doesn't look to be much in terms of fluctuations, it has been a strong betting race. They're spreading their love around someone. Tom Kitten's always a favourite with punters. We've got NCAP first up, Group first up. Uh, yeah, Cabal obviously up and running after that uh, impressive first up win. Very, very good race.
2: Yeah, and very much a battle of tactics as well So the speed map, I think, is significant here Uh, How many different ways can you chop it up? I don't think too many Is it a matter of Griff holding out Moravia Or Moravia crosses and Griff is happy to hand up If that is the case Then Macarena might get the chance to slide across Other than that, you've got four horses that Are probably allowed to find their feet And really charge through the line looking for a mile A lot of these are are going towards a Randwick Guinea So you wouldn't think there'd be a lot of intent in the early stages
1: no I agree. Yeah, a lot of these horses won't want a gut buster first up. Um, terrific race moving forward, isn't it? To think we're going to uh, get a taste of these horses going all through the autumn. They're all very talented and probably got high expectations. And I just think Moravia is the 1,200 metre fresh legs um, with intent here. Um, I'm happy to hear he's had a decent jump out. Uh, prior to that trial where he wasn't let go so I'm very keen he's going to be, you know, if he gets beat it won't be by far um, this is his race to own and, um, and really run well. Griff is a class horse um, to go through at the end of last prep going bang 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 including a Caulfield Guineas um, has to be taken seriously here um, I think he probably finds Moravia's back and Tries to be too strong for him late here uh, for Caballus. Loved his win the other day and loved his trial prior to that. So I'm not talking him down, but that was a benchmark 72. But he still goes in for me. I think he's, uh gets a chance to make a statement here today. And he's uh, no stone would be left unturned, I wouldn't think. And I was going to leave him out, I was going to leave him out, Celestial Legend, thinking, uh, I'll just let him go and he'll be the, the little black booker for the day, running into fourth or fifth, uh, being stronger than most late, but I can't. He's too good a horse. And the market says he's too good a horse as well. I, you know, I thought he'd stay around the $11 plus mark, but $6. So there is support for him, and he was always going to be better this preparation. What a race! And Macarena, they're left with a boom at the end of last prep, winning that Tap Craig. And the way Michael spoke about her after the race was, she's as good as we've had for a while. So lots of questions, and uh, I didn't even speak about Cap, who's a ripper, and Tom Kitten, who's all class. So this is amazing race. (laughs) Five, one, four, and
2: six. Yeah, the market says as much, doesn't it? What are we $4.80 favourite and a $7.50 race outsider? And it's hard to disagree with that. We were talking about this on Thursday on Formline Duff, and we were saying that it's more about the horses you've got to leave out yeah. as opposed to the horses uh, you're putting in. So I've gone the way of Griff to beat Moriaba, just thinking that they're the two that are going to bounce out, put themselves on top of the speed, and make their own luck. So I love the way that Griff's trial, he's look particularly sharp. Um, I know his last two wins were over the mile, but I don't think that matters. He's a natural, uh, speedy enough horse to get away with it. 60 kilos, he pays the penalty uh, for that win in the Caulfield Guineas where his ratings took a bit of a hike. But he was just an improver all the way through that preparation. I still think there's more to come from him. The same can be said for Moravia. Uh, Of course, he's so lightly raced, and it's easy to forget that what he did last campaign was all in his first preparation. Uh, started out in a 900 metre Newcastle Maiden. Two starts later, there he is running cylinder to a nose in a run to the Rose. So, yeah, He looked great in his one trial. End cap, uh he's always an unassuming type. Again, he's slipping under the punter's guard here. He looks to be one of those horses that's really easy, but he's got an electric little turn of foot when he gets the race run to suit. And Celestial Legend, I saw it exactly the same way. I put him in there just thinking that he might be the one we can follow. As he goes towards a Hobartville uh, and a Guineas, but that market's saying he's ready to rock and roll today. So barrier one, you'll need luck at the right time, but
0: I don't think there'll be a horse hitting a line harder than him. One, five, three, and six. Let's see what uh, way Darren's gone with his numbers in this Eskimo Prince. He is with Moravia as well. Number five on top to beat nine, two, and three. Five, nine, two, three in race six to the Quaddy Legs races. Seven, eight, nine. I'm joined by Brad Gray, Ron Doversy and Andrew Hurley who's about to provide the market for the Inglis Millennium Hurls and just looking at the honour roll here this is the 10th running of the Millennium Chad Schofield's ridden the last two winners of the race learning to fly for Nisham last year extravagant star for the McAvoy's two years ago winners prior to that, Profiteer, Prime Star, Castle Vecchio um, he was 20-1 to one when he won the Millennium can you believe it, uh, Castle Vecchio on to Winner Group 1, the Enzo Frolic Twist Tops and Lady Javago is the honour roll for the race. How does the market shape up here?
3: In Ten years oh, geez, time goes quickly doesn't it? Mm. Uh, Tequila Baby and Mic Drop both come out with zero deductions. We've got Anderson up the top, six dollars to seven dollars this morning. It actually went to four eighty, so it's been soft right throughout the week. Rue de Royale, however, six fifty into four eighty. Fear Baron, uh, nineteen to seventeen. Now, Fully Lit is our favourite, three sixty. Got to 290. 10 minutes ago. It's back out to three dollars, twelve to fourteen. Zesterman, it's been soft also, seven fifty posted early doors. Fifty one Serons, trunk eight dollars out to ten dollars. Seventy one into forty one for Thundering Soul. El Mozillo, 13 to 850. 41 to 31 for Nymphadora. Express Yourself, 51. 26 Rag Queen. Winning Proposal, 34. Arts Alive, 101. Bella Kaja is a $51 chance. And Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, uh, you can write your own there. All right, it's been a pretty strong betting race here. In terms of dollars held, it has been the favourite, fully lit. But there's been good money all week for Beer Baron. It's a $17 chance. I oh, politely reference uh, all the quote this morning from uh, Max Presnell in the press. He said, uh, It was the old prophecy that a bad gate makes a good thing, a better price, and uh, the favourite fully lit has dorm-wide.
2: Yeah, well, maybe that's it, isn't it? You're getting a little bit of cream on top, but that market's corrected now, hasn't it? Uh, there was plenty of $3 plus about. Now you're being asked to take $2.90, which I think is probably about fair. So uh, he'll be asked to, to scoot across in the early stages. He'll need to clear the likes of Saron's, who is pretty fast. Uh, trunk won't be too far away. Then you've got the likes of Beer Baron holding a spot, and Odinson looks to get a lovely spot just in behind the speed here, Duff. Uh,
1: yeah, interesting. Um, I'm worried about the barrier, to tell you the truth. Um, I, I, I think he's under the odds uh, fully lit and I'm all over de Royale here he's been very competitive, two strong races last prep, jump outs Geelong trial, um, Sydney experience, strong late hard to beat um, I think Odinson, $7 he's, he's completely uh, unfancied um, for Dylan Brown McMoneagle. Um yeah, he's, he's hasn't done anything wrong in his two starts to date, so uh, I'm sure he'll, $7 would be attractive to some. Zesty Man, I thought he trialed well against alongside Odin's son recently and fully lit goes in um, just on that dominant win at his taboo. And um, yeah, if he gets across here, he's certainly going to be a force to be reckoned with. Interesting, this Queenslander um, just keeps firming. mozillo uh, Kelly Sweeters, very astute. Um, strong winning, winning at the Sunshine Coast Indicating 1100 will suit So the marketplace and I heard Maxie giving it a wrap Maxi's a great judge So I'm, I'm wary Let's have a look at the yard and see if they go on with the job there As, the, as far as the market's concerned 215 and 4 yeah, we've got two
2: coming from all over the place in yeah, this yeah, race, don't yeah. we? So there can be so many different opinions. I've gone the way of fully lit, so I guess it's the safe way to go in this race. But he does look well above average. He was outstanding there winning on debut. He led, he made the running, he gave a kick, and he put a gap on a, a pretty handy field. Uh, so, yeah, King of Russo was, was thereabouts, and he ran well subsequently in the Canterbury Stakes behind Prost and he was well supported on that occasion. So happy to trust that form reference. Rude Royale, I agree. He looks dangerous here. The strong closer... And if these uh, leaders are just filling the pinch late, he's going to be right there, ready to pounce. Didn't have a lot of luck there in the golden gift behind Shangri-La Express. Rag Queen, uh, it's the outsider I really want to throw into the mix. I thought she did a fantastic job at Canterbury to win on debut. Never an easy task to come from that far back at that track. And uh, she zigged and zagged and was particularly strong through the line. So again, if the leaders overdo it, uh, she promises to be strong late, including in your trifectas. And Odinson, not surprised there's been a little drift on him, but he does get... Uh, Matt favours here and uh, did a, a solid enough job there winning the last time we saw him. So
0: 4-2-12-1. That's the thoughts of Brad Gray in the English Millennium. Let's see what Darren Flindell's done with his thoughts. He goes 5, Zesty Man, at $14, tab.com.au. 5 on top to beat 2, Roy de Royale, uh, Rue de Royale, I should say. 7, Trunk, and 4, Fully Lit, 5, 2, 7, and 4 for Darren in race number 7. We go to race eight at Randwick now. Laurel Oak Bloodstock Handicap, a thousand metres. This is a benchmark, ninety-four. Andrew Hurley has the market.
3: Yeah, very strong benchmark ninety-four. Also, we've got no scratchings. Uh, Brudernell's been absolutely friendless all week. Went up five dollars. It's obviously too short, but it's twelve dollars now. Uh, we've got Omni Man seven dollars into five fifty. Ten to five fifty. Derry Grove, and then we go down to Key Largo, twenty-one to sixteen, or Nosu at nine fifty. 18 into 15 Marbell Barber 850 favourite is the undefeated Field 230 to 250 Albelagio Miss 51 51 Rainbell and into summertime at 151 dollars as I said uh, benchmark uh, 94 it is very very uh, very strong Derry Grove is the most popular runner despite the fact that it's a six dollar chance.
2: Yeah, we probably don't need my help with this speed map. Frilled leads, and uh, leads comfortably. She is a flying machine. Omni-Man keeps her company. Will they break up enough for Brudnell to just slot in behind the speed here, potentially? Then you've got, like, Renosu, Barber holding positions, uh, and the rest of them like to find their feet and, and really hit the line at the end here, Duff.
1: Uh, yeah, I think you read the map well. Um, so, look, uh, where is her ceiling? We don't know, Um yeah, maiden, Class 1, Benchmark 64, Benchmark 70, Benchmark 78 Bang, first up at 94 um, But um, she has to do it with 53 kilos on her back And she's going to run time here So I have to be with her I think I'm, I'm anticipating a better price uh, Probably all depends how um, the pattern unvo- evolves early in the day here with, with, What price she runs, to tell you the truth But uh, I think Brudenell can slot in behind those two leaders and improve dramatically. I thought, uh, considering he beat Lady Laguna two starts back and just went to the 1,200 last time and did a bit of work, but he he just was flat there, I reckon. Uh, But back to a nice soft trial. Chris wouldn't be running him unless he was happy. It's not as if he's had a lot of runs. So I want to be forgiving of his last run and $12 is overs. Derry Grove, he's turned the corner. There's no doubt about it, uh, and just that drop of rain overnight is a plus for him, I would have thought, and he's got a lethal turn of speed late, and Barber is a very, very big query. I think he has to go in the quaddy. I think yard and market are important with him late, um, a horse with his ability, um, only having a half kilo more than, than frilled is certainly eye-catching, but... Interesting race, and I'm also um, the track here today is going to be interesting as far as that penetrometer. Like last week, we had a much better penetrometer. uh, The last time we were here, and the track played soft, so I'm wondering if it's worse than a soft five here. But anyway, we'll see. Eight, one, three, and seven.
2: Yeah, I've gone two, three, eight, and four. I love the setup here for Omni Man. He's a thousand meter specialist, and he flies fresh, so. This looks a perfect scenario for him. A couple of trials. First up, last preparation. He won at Warwick Farm uh, with 59 kilos on his back and he beat Insurrection and covered ground in the run. He was three deep the trip. So, yeah, he's a... A good horse with the right setup, and I think he gets it today. I like the fact that he gets a bunny as well. Some of his better wins have been when he's been able to settle outside the lead and have something to chase down, and that's a scenario that confronts him here with Frilled uh, doing the work all out in front. Derry Grove, I've got a lot of respect for this horse. He's come a long way in a short period of time. It was only a couple of starts ago. He was still knocking around in highway handicaps. Uh, He was braining his rivals, and that always uh, suggests that you're above average. He got a spot in the Kosciuszko. 1,200 metres was maybe a touch too far, but bounced back last time out in a wait-for-age race at the Gold Coast. Thrilled to catch me if you can from out in front. We're going to get a really good guide in terms of where she fits in after today. And Key Largo, uh, he's got to have a knockout little claim here, doesn't he? You look at the last five times he's been at the races. Group 2, Group 1, Group 3, Group 2, and listed company. So in a benchmark 94, nice and fresh, uh, he might have something to say in the finish as well. 2, 3,
0: 8 and 4. Darren's numbers. Race number 8. He is with Frilled. 8 on top to beat 2, 7 and 3. 8, 2, 7 and three. Is she one of the faster 1,000-metre horses you've seen for a while, Duff? This frilled? For a while, mm. yes.
1: Yeah, for a while, Yeah. wonder what
0: he he's thinking with her. Could a Galaxy be a race that, if she progresses um, and really comes through with flying colours today, that could be on the agenda, 1100 around Rose Hill. Obviously, she's got to get to that level, but you just never know, do you, when they're unbeaten, how good they are.
1: Yeah, well, today we'll tell, you mm. know, the... It's a, it's a tough 1100 to start, have it go out of the galaxy, but being a mare with black type, I'm sure they'd love to um, get a little bit of black type with her because, you know, the breeders love fast mares and there's none faster. Yeah, I might be getting a bit excited there, uh, <coughs> but uh, we'll wait and see. Is she is
0: she well fancied, Hurls? Much money for her this morning?
3: Uh, yeah, it's on the... Um yeah, she is. Uh, she, well, what, she's $2.50 now, but I expect her to get out somewhat. Mm, yeah, I don't disagree.
0: Race number nine is a 1600 metre open, ASI Solutions Handicap. How does the betting look here?
3: Yeah, no scratchings. name victorious. Just wrote a bet of 2000 at 2,20. or retains that quote. At the top, a Bold Mac 51. Diamonds, 11 out to 18 since Wednesday. Manzois 26, 11 out to 16 for Lord Ardmore. The fortune teller, Spec. 26 to 19, 81 Royal Robins. Marques at $3, Amor Victorious, 220, 14 Prince of Pessah, and floating an $8 chance. Well, man, at this stage, they've only got eyes for two runners Marques and Amor Victorious. 220 at the moment, Amor Victorious. I mean, if the money keeps arriving for it, they can't wind it out, but I suspect uh, they may start closer in the market.
2: Yeah, just note, too, with Amor Victorious, he didn't have a jockey for a couple of days there. Uh, That was through Bjorn Baker just struggling to find a rider there at the 52 kilos. So Tom Sherry gets the nod, and he'll carry a kilo over. So Amor Victorious will carry the 53 kilos. So looking at the speed, uh, you know where he'll be uh, out in front, won't he? Amor Victorious. That said, maybe the fortune teller has a small role to play there. They look the two, and then you're hoping, if you're a Marques fan, uh, which I am, that he just grabs the back of those two leaders here, Duff.
1: yeah i am too um the softer tracks helped a few here as far as um uh, running well like your floatings it'll make it more of a mile he loves it soft and then even dime mill i was hoping to get a a soft track for him to spec him first up at a mile but in saying that i'm comfortable if he's in order my quest he's he's a, a lightly framed sort of a horse he's been very well looked after as far as not overtaxed, they've been waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, in, I think they're. You know, who knows what they might be thinking in, the, in, in late in the spring for him next uh, this year. Uh, but they'll get through this prep. Um, get hopefully get a crack at a, uh, a better race, and he hopefully can start off a winner here because he's tried well enough. Um, he's got a hard, He's hard to beat. A more victorious. He was so dominant, uh, beating Estadio um, Mestalia the other day, but. Things fell into place for him, but still, he put a gap in them, and I think he's a really nice horse in the making as well. Um, no, actually, I've, I've got mill second pick, actually, um, just at the value, uh, in front of the more victorious. I just thought, liked his second try, and I think this is a very uh, winn- winnable race if he's in order, the more victorious we spoke about, and Principessa uh, very fit. Probably the mile suits uh, her better, and she'll run on, but... Uh, is it just cut and dry as just the two chances? I'm not sure. Seven, two, eight, and nine.
2: They're yeah, very similar for me here. Seven, eight, two, and nine. So seven Marques on top. Uh, I think if you are assessing it as a, a two-horse race in the market is, I think $3. I think that's fair enough for a horse that does look to be going places. Marquez, he's a lightly-raced 5-year-old. He was ripping through the grades last time in. Love the way that he hit the line there at Hawkesbury in his most recent trial. That suggests that he's ready to go, and the little cherry on top is just how well he maps. He's going to get the the back of Amor Victorious. From there, he shouldn't have any excuses. That's no knock on the strength of his first up win. Amor Victorious, he got control, 1,400 metres, gave a kick. Probably even better suited out to 1,600 metres. This is harder again, but the trade-off there is he gets in nice and light. So with on-speed favours, uh, he looks to have returned really well, and it's easy to forget how lightly raced he also is. He's only had the nine starts himself for four wins and three minors. Die Mill. I can see the little angle there. Now, his record does suggest that he tends to improve into his campaigns, peaking third and fourth up, but resuming over the mile this time in... That suggests that he's a touch more forward than he has been in the past. So he was made to find the line in a recent trial, uh, but it's behind the likes of alligator blood. So that reads well for this. And Prince of Pessa, uh so a little sting out of the ground. She'll be hoping that it does stay in the soft range because she likes getting her toe in uh, and she's trending the right way. So, yeah, I think she's ready to do something. No weight again on her back. Barrier one, fourth up. Uh, she'll be peeing to the line that last little bit.
0: Seven, eight, two, and 9. See uh, which way Darren's gone here in uh, the ninth. He's with a more victorious number eight on top to beat seven two nine eight seven two nine for Darren. As we arrive at the last at Ramwick today, uh, big card of action, and uh, the final event is for Precise Air. It's uh, a twelve hundred metre benchmark seventy eight. How does the betting shape up, Hurls?
3: All right, deductions here, for Oxford Vision, Zilch, but Cabalus, a significant 34 and 19. We've got Munitions, 23. Fire at 11. 350, Tintuki makes a favourite. Uh, Bellinger's is 550 into five, and even allowing for those deduction or significant deduction for Cabalas, it's actually been supported in from 14 on Wednesday. Uh, Seguso's a 61. So good, so cool, 11. Five dollars, Mrs. Chrissy. She's an a-lister at three seventy, and Acapella Sun is at sixteen. Well, Tintuki, Tintuki currently at three fifty. She's an a-lister at three seventy. Well, market flip by race time.
2: Yeah, speed here. I don't think there's a nailed-on leader as such. There's a few candidates. I think she's an a-lister. Holds a very prominent position here from barrier one. I wouldn't be surprised to see. Her lead, Mrs. Chrissy, comes across, and Munitions on his day—they uh, can push the button. And given the makeup of this field, I think they found the right race to do that today, Duff. Uh,
1: yeah, look, I'm, I think she's likable, Tin and uh, she's running the right races. Um, as far as the our ok- Kobe son form, which looks a lot better this week than it did uh, last week, uh, so she's a genuine man. She's having a go. Beat our Kobe son. They know our Kobe son improved to beat her, but. This is a, I think it's a beautiful race for her. I don't know how good she's an A-lister is for last race beyond, hasn't he? Having a run with the the last race over the last three or four years. So she'll be popular, um, 1,200 metres for the first time. Mrs Chrissy uh, is adaptable and can make her own luck on top of the speed here. Um, No knock at all. And Bellinger, that's an interesting move. Um, Hasn't won in a while, but he's got a big finish on him and certainly bears a bit of respect so i like three three nine eight and five
2: yeah i'm also with tin tooki here and the way she's trending we might get a price here i uh, thought around that three dollars three dollars twenty was probably about right without wanting me to dive in but now we're getting what three dollars fifteen on the way out might just keep the powder dry and hope we get nearly four dollars but i think she is the horse to beat i love that form reference behind our kobe sun Our beat our kobe sun there first up at ranwick over a thousand meters a couple of weeks later our kobe sun turned the tables out to 1100 meters but i don't think she lost anything in defeat uh, she was fantastic on the clock home, Swap the runs in transit, and you arguably swap the results. So either way, uh, the form stands up here, no doubt. So 1,200 metres looks fine. Uh, Karen mcavoy sticks. would have liked to have seen a touch more pressure on paper for her, uh, but she will be hitting the line late. Uh, and she's, as I say, the horse to beat. She's an A-lister. She's come back with a bang, hasn't she? Uh, so... Did it nicely there at Canterbury. Never gave her rivals a chance from in front. Pretty dominant. Backed that up with another comfortable win on Australia Day at Warwick Farm. She was always in control and she was 1,100 metres back to 1,000 metres. So... Twelve hundred metres, as Duff touched on, for the first time. That's a little query in itself, but I do think she finds the right race at the right time in her campaign to find out. Bellinger, no real knock there. Probably should have won at Mooney Valley last start, went third to Pare. Ran into traffic problems. Uh, that's been a, a little bit of a theme of his throughout his past couple of starts. That shouldn't be an issue here, given the makeup of this small field. And Missus Chrissy, pretty consistent. Found one better against her own sex four weeks ago, uh, but bouncing out and making her own luck on top of the speed. Uh, she
0: does look a player. Three, nine, five, and eight. Last event, Darren Flindell with his numbers. Uh, we're about to find out. Nine eight three two nine. She's an A-lister. Nine eight three and two. I've just been uh, in contact with the track manager, guys. Michael Wood just reporting steady rain here at Ramwick at the moment, and we'll reassess the track once it pushes through. So, um, Duff Ramwick is currently receiving some form of uh, rainfall. And we, uh... may get a, we may get that downgrade.
1: Yeah, look, I was just going to mention that. I just looked out the window. The paths are wet. It's not raining, but it's just that sleeting rain. So, mm. uh, to look, with apples, with apples, last meeting the track was downgraded off a penetrometer of 5.19, and there was no rain. It was just this sleeting stuff. I heard you talking to Michael before, earlier. And today, the is 5.5 off 8.4 millimetres of rain overnight, and we're getting this sleet, sleet, sleet. It's not even rain, but I mean... It's enough, he says, it just gets the top wet. Mm. So I, I'm going to keep an open mind as far as um, how this track is until after a few races and and see if the weather picks up. So anyway, we'll, we'll, uh, it's not setting concrete it's going to be upgraded to a good four, put it that way, far from it. Yeah. Best is race six, number five, Moravia. Best value, race one, number five, Invincible Legend. Have
0: a great day, Duff. Uh, see you on Central later. Thanks, guys. There's Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray, uh, your best.
2: Yeah, can't we just close the roof there at Randwick and stop the rest of the <laughs>
0: coming in? Mate, you know what? You never know one day. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you never right. know, do you? I mean, technology... Is amazing. Uh, Might be long after we're gone, Luke. Maybe it'd cost a fair bit of money, wouldn't it? But uh, it would. who knows?
2: Best for me, race eight, number two, is Omni Man. I want to take on Frilled, and I think there's a really nice little edge in that market. So I want to I want to play Omni Man, nice and fresh. He typically fires first up, and a thousand metres is his go. And the best value was race one, number five, Invincible Legend, albeit that price is had a bit of a haircut. That text line is very quiet today as well. The punters may have had a bit of a sleep in, did they?
0: I actually don't open it anymore until about 10 a.m. I, <laughs> I just leave it until <laughs> the bit You don't later. want that in the back of your mind. <laughs> no, no, exactly. No, we appreciate all um, interaction with the show. Um, but uh, the actual truth is, um, yeah, I just, just slipped my mind to open it this morning, mate. Um, I haven't opened it. So there's possibly something there for us, Brad. I'll screenshot it to you, okay? All right. Thank you, mate. <laughs> you have a great weekend, buddy. See you, guys.
3: There's Brad Gray. Thanks, Hills. And no worries, Ramwick Caulfield, and Doombin today. Place a win bet using your tab account on races 1 to 6. And if your horse on second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, 1 800 858 858. Jockeys challenge today. Tommy Berry in a very wide market is the favourite at $4. Karen McElvoy 420. Zach Lloyd, 550. Jason Collard, Adam Hieronymus, $7.50, $10, Ben Mellon, $11, Dylan Gibbons, and $15 for any other jockey option. Super meeting out there at Ramwick today.